0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Dick Juliano. Attorneys for the President find more documents with classified markings... At a second Biden location.
0: DC's mayor says the man who killed a 13-year-old boy works in DC government. I'm Megan Clowerty. The
2: local public school system needs some local artists.
1: I'm John Dome. Good morning. Welcome in four o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News
3: on the hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Breaking news at this hour. There could soon be less of this. Because a deal's been reached that could end the nurses' strike at Montefiore Medical Center in New York City. The tentative agreement with the Nurses' Union includes a 19.1% raise and a promise to hire more than 170 additional nurses. No agreement yet with nurses who were on strike against Mount Sinai Hospital in the city. CBS News has learned that more documents marked classified, dating from President Biden's tenure as vice president, have been found at at least one additional location. More from CBS's Arden Farhi. The discovery was made after lawyers for Mr. Biden found the first batch of roughly 10 documents at a private office
2: in Washington, D.C. on November 2nd. It is not clear when or where the additional documents with classified markings were found. The U.S. attorney charged with investigating the Biden documents
3: is aware of the additional material and has explored the possibility that sensitive documents could be at other locations. An FAA computer outage Wednesday forced the cancellation or delay of more than 10,000 flights. CBS's Chris Van Cleve talked about it with Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg.
0: You've been very critical of the airlines and their operational challenges. Yeah. Are you going to be as critical a DOT here? Because this was, a,
1: this
4: was a failure on your watch or... Of your systems? We're going to own it, we're going to find it, and we're going to fix it. Do people need to worry about another failure like this tomorrow? Well, what people need to know is that we will not allow anything to take place that is not safe, but this is precisely why our focus right now is on understanding, identifying, and correcting anything related to the root cause of how this happened in the first place. People all over
3: California are cleaning up the damage caused by weeks of torrential rains. CBS's Elise Preston is in suburban Los Angeles.
4: So as workers get a break from this rain right now, they're trying to get to the places uh, that cause uh, safety Safety issues. So right now they're cleaning up roads across the state. They're trying to get to places that have been blocked by landslides, by mudslides. We've seen quite a bit of that.
3: If you're happy and you know it, it could lead to better health in your later years. More on a new study from CBS's Matt Piper.
1: Teenagers who feel loved, happy, or optimistic are in better health when they're in their 20s and 30s. The American Heart Association study says the link was especially strong among black youth, that the way they feel about their lives in a positive way may just help prevent cardiometabolic disease
3: as adults. The National Law Enforcement Officers and Memorial Fund says far fewer officers died on the job in the U.S. last year than in 2021. This is CBS News.
4: Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance.
3: Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. When you hire your local CertaPro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at CertaPro.com and get the power of pro. Each CertaPro painter's business is independently owned and operated.
1: WTOP at 4.03. mid Thursday morning, January 12th, 2023. Mostly cloudy, rainy today, breezy, cooler, high in the 50s, then dropping into the 40s later on. We're at 42 right now. Good Thursday morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour ride here at WTOP. Chopping the local stories that we're following for you this morning. We begin the ride with two children, six and nine years of age, in the hospital this Thursday morning after a shooting Wednesday in the Brightwood neighborhood of northwest D.C. They were apparently hit by stray gunfire as they exited a metro bus on their way home from school. WTOP's Dick Ileano this morning has our report from the scene. A man was also hit by the gunfire at 14th Street and Fort Stevens Drive around 4 p.m. All gunshot victims have non-life-threatening injuries. This shooting follows the stray gunfire that hit an 8-year-old boy last week on nearby Georgia Avenue. Ward 4 Councilmember Janice Lewis-George grew
4: up
2: in this Brightwood neighborhood.
4: I'm just frustrated and heartbroken that young people cannot get on our transit system, come home from school, and make it home safely.
1: Police Chief Robert Conti says several individuals are responsible for the fight on the Metro bus that spilled onto the sidewalk where the gun was
2: fired. In Northwest D.C., Dick Ulliano, WTOP News.
1: Meantime, there's new information in the weekend shooting death of a young D.C. teen suspected of breaking at the time into cars in the Brookland neighborhood in Northeast. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser telling the community more this week now about the person who shot, Ron Blake.
5: It will feel different for different people, but what makes me so sick is that we have a 13-year-old that was at middle school on Thursday and Friday, and by the weekend he was dead.
0: Mayor Muriel Bowser says the man who shot Karan Blake is a longtime D.C. government employee who's now on administrative leave, as police investigate and the U.S. Attorney's Office decides whether to file charges. They have to look at the set of facts and make the best decision, and what's important is that Justice is served, and unfortunately, that's not always fast. Police Chief Robert Conti called for patience after some community members were posting photos and knocking on doors to try to identify the shooter. In Northwest, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News.
1: WTOP at four oh six. Campaign <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty three on WTOP. The Democrat in a closely watched special election for state senate in Virginia appears headed to victory now after his opponent conceded in the race. Results from the Virginia Department of Elections show Democrat Aaron Rouse leading Republican Kevin Adams in the District 7 race. Some absentee and provisional ballots were being told are still being counted this morning. Rouse declared victory, and Adams congratulated the former NFL player, calling him Senator Elect. The AP Associated Press is not right now tabulating or calling the race. Rouse will be sworn in, we're told, once the results are certified. His victory would actually give Democrats a 22-18 margin in the state Senate. as lawmakers prepare to debate abortion rights. In the meantime, a Virginia House of Delegates seat in Fairfax County will apparently stay in the Democratic hands after former teacher Holly Siebold, uh actually prevailed in another special election that happened on Tuesday. Unofficial results from the Fairfax County Board of Elections in this race showed that Siebold was winning about 67% of the vote against Republican Monique Baroudi, who has conceded this week in a brief statement on Facebook. Stay tuned. WTOP at 407. One school system around here is hiring big time. And they're not just looking for teachers. That's not what we're talking about. They are, but that's not it. We're talking about artists that they're on the hunt for
2: six new school buildings are opening this fall in Prince George's County and now the county is looking for local artists who want to use those buildings as a big giant canvas for the next two weeks the county is looking to hear from professional artists in Prince George's County as well as the rest of the DMV to collaborate on murals when those buildings open this fall proposals are due by January 25th and the murals should encourage pride and celebration about the community's identity cultural vibrancy and diversity Learn more about what they're looking for at WTOP.com. John Dome in WTOP News. That's
1: Thursday morning, January twelfth, twenty twenty-three. Welcome into WTOP where the time now is
2: for only Michael and Son's heating Tune-up for only sixty nine dollars.
4: Michael and son.
2: Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter in the WCLP Traffic Center. And right, if you're coming down 95 southbound in Maryland, headed down toward the Beltway, you're in pretty good shape. Uh, for some reason, though, they may, they have the ramp to the park and ride there off of 95 south, at least temporarily blocked, waiting to see what the situation is. So for now, you cannot exit into the park and ride, but the ramp to the interloop. A ramp to the Yata loop, Those remain open at this time. Now on the Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, no issues in your way. Baltimore Washington Parkway in good shape headed south toward the Beltway in Greenbelt and inside the Beltway headed down toward the district to look good. And if you're making the early trip up toward BWI, northbound Parkway looks good headed up toward I-195 and even all the way up to the Baltimore Beltway. There's nothing in your way right now. 270 south from Frederick down the post loops to the Beltway in good shape as well. Uh, no issues at the Bay Bridge, uh, Bay Bridge, a little foggy out there, which is why they picked up uh, their work early this morning. But you do have three lanes open westbound, uh, two for folks headed toward the shore. And for now, no delay reported in either direction. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic.
5: Another storm system making its way our way, giving us a chance for some shower activity on our Thursday. But most of our day is going to be dry. Now, the best chance of rain will actually come overnight. That's actually when we'll see our warmest temperatures, too. Temperatures rising through the day into the evening hours, going for a high in the mid to upper 50s. Once again, that rain coming after sunset for the most part. Some of that could be heavy at times. Friday, high of 54, but rather breezy and with falling temperatures. Friday night and Saturday will be quite cold with wind chills in the 20s to around 30. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. Uh
1: Around the region right now, we are looking at a bit of a chill, not too bad this hour. 43 at Reagan National, 41 this morning to BWI Marshall, 40 at Dulles. We're down to 41 now at our nation's capital. 4 a.m. hour Thursday morning, January 12th. This check brought to you this early Thursday morning by Long fence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us at WTOP. This is WTOP News. All the time now is 410. Welcome in. More classified documents connected to President Joe Biden are found. Aids to the president discovering at least one additional batch, we're told, of classified documents in a location separate from the Washington office he used after leaving the Obama administration. Now, NBC News reports this week, since November after the discovery of the original documents with classified markings in his former office, Mr. Biden and his aides have been searching for any additional classified materials that might be in other locations he used. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talks about the politics of the new discovery with Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell this Thursday morning.
6: I think that Republicans are going to use this as more fuel to their fire to investigate President Biden and also diminish the controversy around the former president, Donald Trump's, saga over classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. So before with Trump's classified documents, it was much harder for Republicans to defend. Now, with President Biden, two tranches of classified documents found, it's going to be much difficult for the Democrats to criticize. Now, of course, there are differences in the two cases. And part of the different major difference is that what happens after the documents are found. With Donald Trump, the documents were found and there was a resistance to send them back with President Biden. So far, early indications, as far as we know, the whole story is not out yet, but there was an immediate assessment done and notification to the National Archives that those documents did, in fact, Exist So very early in the story, but you can be sure that Republicans are going to add this to their very long list of investigations into the Biden administration.
4: You could even argue that whether it's the first batch of documents or the second, this is all President Biden's team's doing, saying, hello, we found these documents. We want to tell you about them. We want to return them to the National Archives. But on the other hand, there's also the question of, at least with the first batch, why they were found in November. But we, the American people, are only learning about it now.
6: Yeah, that's the. question. Question and we learned about it through the media, through CBS News. And so uh, those, that was obviously leaked. We don't know who the sources were and how, but, but that's right. And that's a question that Republicans have. Uh, They want to know why what they say is the double standard with how National Archives addressed it, why they didn't notify the Department of Justice or Congress sooner. Perhaps they did notify the Department of Justice sooner, we're not sure yet, Um, but that is something that the House Oversight Committee by the new chair, uh, Jim Comer, um, has written written letters to the National Archives asking these questions, uh, wanting documents and emails and conversations about around uh the biden documents to learn more
1: Washington post live anchor leanne caldwell the co-author of the early 202 on skype and a conversation with our dimitri Sotis. you are listening to 103.5 fm at wtop.com
2: I knew i had a problem
3: i tried counting calories eating and
0: eating
2: nobody else could possibly understand
0: we understand we're overeaters anonymous and we have helped thousands of people stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy rewarding life with oa i am living again and loving it start living the life you deserve with help from overeaters anonymous in the u.s 505-891-2664 or find us on the web at oa.org You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
1: Good Thursday morning, January 12th, 2023. Welcome to WTOP Sports Time D415. We check in this early morning. out with Mr. Rob Woodford.
4: The Capitals' seven-game road win streak ends in Philadelphia with a 5-3 loss to the Flyers in which Travis Konechny had a hat trick for Philly, so T.J. Oshie could only tip his cap. They did a good job tonight, I think, pressuring. They're playing hard. They're checking hard.
2: Doing a pretty good job trying to keep us, I think, to the exterior in the, in the ozone, and
4: we struggle a little bit breaking the puck out and moving it down the ice and and getting it deep so definitely not our best oh well, she scored one of two capitals goals in a third period rally that fell short darcy kemper had 31 saves on a night when the goalie was credited with stopping nine of the 11 high danger chances that came his way conversely the wizards rallied from 16 points down to beat the bulls 197 and snap a three-game losing skid Kyle Kuzma capped his team-high 21-point performance with a game-winning three-pointer with 5.7 seconds remaining. Wes Sunsell Jr., that dude is clutch. Ball players, I mean, if you're a competitor, everyone dreams of that moment. But we've seen him make those type of plays in his short tenure here. So he's going to play with a level of confidence, which I think is it's a good sign for him. I mean, we're going to put the ball in his hands in this, these type of situations. You don't have Brad, you don't have KP out there, so we've seen him make those plays. Zach Levine missed the final shot, which was rebounded by Denny Avdia to cap his career-high 20 rebound night with big men Kristaps Porzingis and Daniel Gafford sidelined. Down a level, American fell out of the Patriot League lead after suffering its first conference loss, 72-60 to Army. Navy and Virginia Tech each extended their losing skids, and George Mason came up short against St. Louis, 63-62. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports.
1: All right, thanks, Rob. As always, good Thursday morning, January 12th, 2023. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 4-16. This is
5: WTOP News.
1: D.C. leaders say they're working on adding suicide prevention barriers to the Taft Bridge in Northwest D.C. That news comes from the heels of reports Tuesday this week that another person jumped off that bridge to their death. This is a very important step. Chelsea Vanthoff lost her partner to suicide last year when he jumped off the Taft Bridge. So the news this week that another person died the same way brought back tragic memories. Though she was encouraged to see that D.C.'s Department of Transportation released a a statement saying it's working to install suicide prevention barriers at the bridge.
6: Them making a public statement did give me a glimmer of hope. I, I remain cautiously optimistic.
1: The department says it's currently working on the design and securing funding for the project. Nick Inelli, WTOP News. If you or someone you know is struggling, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, dial 988. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, dialing 988 to get through. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Our top stories this morning, another batch of classified documents apparently found by President Biden's team at a separate location from where the first group of documents was found back in November. The nation's airport system is trying to recover from another meltdown this week. This one involves the Federal Aviation Administration providing essential information to pilots. The FAA says a corrupted file apparently is to blame here. And locally, a 66-year-old six and a 9-year-old were shot in D.C. on their way home from school. The city's police chief says they were shot on Wednesday as they were getting off a metro bus in the Brightwood neighborhood. We'll have a report from the scene this morning on WTOP. Good morning, good morning. You're
0: with WTOP Van Dean
1: Lane. Thursday morning, January 12th. Welcome in this early hour. 418 to be
2: exact on WTOP.
1: Traffic good weather on the eighth over so to Rich hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center.
2: All right, still working for now. 66 Eastbound approaching business 234 Sudley Road. Very short work zone, but you are down to a single left lane getting by, but volume is light so no big delays as a result. And still working eastbound as you approach Route 28 in Centerville. That work zone still blocks the right lane. Westbound 66, just west of the Fairfax County Parkway exit. Still getting by to the left in that work zone, but again, uh, still light enough volume, not a big delay, so that's good. 95 and 395 between Fredericksburg and the 14th Street Bridge. Nothing in your way. Traffic's flowing freely in the main line. Looking good in the express lanes on both 95 and 395, which are open to northbound travelers. George Washington Parkway continues to move well in both directions. Still a couple of closures from overnight remain in the district. 14th Street Northwest remains closed between, between Peabody Street and Somerset Place due to an incident that occurred yesterday afternoon and evening. Uh, and South Capitol Street and Southeast still closed between Atlantic Street and Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. That as a result of a police investigation as well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic.
3: It is a
5: cloudy start to your Thursday. We've already had some sprinkles of rain during the overnight hours, so there's some wet pavement out there this morning. But the steadiest of the rain that's in the forecast for today comes late in the day, well after the sun goes down. Between now and the evening hours, really just occasional sprinkles and a little light rain. That's it moderate rain late tonight into the early parts of friday morning friday afternoon skies will start to clear back out once again it'll be blustery highs moving into the mid and upper 50s today still near 50 tomorrow but then turning much colder for saturday i'm storm team four meteorologist chuck bell for wtop you
1: are waking up to a little bit of a chill this morning not too bad 43 in college park it's 43 in georgetown 40 Bowie. 41 leesburg We're at 41 now in our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning by Nulacombe Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, Design.com. Why are certain prices going up and certain prices going down? Some answers from the cash register coming up next on WTOP.
0: If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe. You need to spend more time with us.
5: The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are.
1: There's a three-car crash
5: on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around
0: the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen.
5: This message is for Shana, my mom, who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You tell me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me.
0: When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
3: You're listening to WTOP News.
1: WTOP News, time now, 421. Good morning. Glad you're with us. The sticker shock these days is is not over for grocery shoppers. Even though inflation is slowly but surely easing its grip, we're being told. In the pricey California market, for instance, out west, consumers are shelling out more than seven bucks for a dozen eggs, seven dollars. That's about three times more than what they were paying, say, a year ago. So why isn't the price of eggs say going down like it is for gas and other groceries? The answers this morning for that we turn to Washington Post, Kim Belware, joining Sean and Brendan earlier with details on what's going on here.
0: This is something that, you know, you're paying more for eggs, I'm paying more for eggs. This story came about because I was at the grocery store and I had some sticker shock. So when making some calls about it, it turns out that there are a few factors, but the biggest thing that is a big difference this year is avian flu that is really stressing the supply chain.
1: Well, uh, is this something that's temporary? Can we expect some relief or is this an ongoing problem?
0: Well, we have seen the avian flu hit the egg-laying flocks before in 2015, and it was bad then. It's even worse now this year because it's actually spread to more states. So while farmers are better at biosecurity and tracking and kind of getting things under control, there's some good news. Production levels um, from flocks that were infected last year. This flu started to be detected around February of 2022. They're getting back up to capacity. They're starting to lay again. It takes some time to get those uh, farms cleaned out and approved to start operations again. So that's that's the good sign. The bad sign is experts don't really know if this is going to be contained and they've they've compared it in a lot of ways to the coronavirus pandemic in humans where, you know, we had some really really bad thing in 2020 and now it's a little more manageable, but there's always some variant that could come back and threaten things again.
2: So it sounds like the days of the 99 cent egg carton are a thing of the past.
0: Well, a lot of people said No crystal balls. They can't predict things for certain. But, you know, it does seem that with supply chain issues and other crunches that kicked off. In the pandemic in 2020, they still haven't been fully resolved. So there's still a little bit of stress on all the different channels and um, production streams that go into what affects the price of our eggs. The other thing, too, is that eggs are on the commodities market. So they will depend on other things like fuel costs and grain costs. And so it's all pretty volatile. But the avian flu is definitely the one that seems to be putting the most pressure on prices.
1: Washington Post, Kim Belware on WTOP. Shopping advice for you to cut those prices. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com at 424 Money News coming right up. ADHD.
0: It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires
6: a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad.
1: WTOP News Time, now 425. Money News, each half-hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP, a preview of your business day Thursday, January 12th from Bloomberg this early morning. This is a Bloomberg
5: Money Minute. Tough times in technology are seeing two tech giants falling out of an employee-driven ranking of the best places to work. Glassdoor says the mass layoffs at Facebook parent Meta platforms may have left its remaining employees feeling unsure about the place. The same goes for Apple's return-to-office push. A newcomer, customer service software maker Gainsight, now leads the ranking. As Twitter looks for new ways to boost revenue, the New York Times reports it may start auctioning usernames, the string of characters following the at sign by which accounts are identified. The paper says only certain names, such as those of well-known bullpick brands and popular names, may have value. With the collapse of the FTX crypto exchange, Miami's FTX arena is no more. A bankruptcy judge has approved termination of a $135 million naming rights agreement. The venue is home to the NBA's Miami Heat. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kosky on WTOP.
4: Winter is probably the toughest season for your roof. Well, winter is here now, and snow and ice can really wreak havoc. Don't find out the hard way that your roof needs repair. Instead... Have the experts at Roofmasters take a look right now. They're experts in cold-weather roof repairs. They'll be happy to see what shape your roof is in, and if it's fine, they'll tell you that. But if it needs repair or replacement, they'll give you several options to choose from. Hi, it's Chris Kaur. I've used Roofmasters for my own house, and I trust them completely. They respect your home, your time, and your budget. They'll never try to sell you on a project you don't need or can't afford. Roofmasters has been working in our area for more than 20 years...